Today is I and Tet. No. Today's pay. We stopped at the back of I and Tet Amud Bet. It's uh, July, January 21st. Happy birthday, Max Sofer. Okay, let's go. Mishnah on the back of I and Tet Amud Bet. And Megadilin Behema Daka Be'eris Israel. You're not allowed to raise small animals in Eris Israel. Small animals over here means goat, sheep. Okay. You're allowed to raise them in Surya. Where is Surya? Surya was, look at Rashi, Aram Tsova. Halab. Why did David Kibsha? Right? David captured that area. The Kasavar, the Loshme Kibush. Okay, we, we hold that it's not considered part of Israel. And I'm allowed to raise small animals outside Israel. Okay, the reason why you can't do it in Israel is because we're worried that the animal is going to eat in your friend's yard. Right? It's going to eat from produce that's not yours. And it's going to destroy right, the, uh, the settlements in Israel. We don't want that to happen. And when I say settlements, I just mean people living on the land. They don't mean what you think it means. It doesn't mean what the modern world called settlements. There's no such thing. Okay, so I mean people settling on the land. Therefore, we don't want to raise small animals, according to the Mishnah. So far, we'll see in the Gemara what that means. All right, but outside in Surya, it's allowed. Ubemid barot shel Israel. You're allowed also in the deserts, uninhabited areas of Israel. You want to raise small animals? Fadda. Okay, that's it. And megadelin tarnegolin Yerushalayim. Hey Joe, you're not allowed to raise chickens in Yerushalayim. Why? Mepenei kodashim. Chickens peck around all over the place. They're always pecking. Where they're going to peck somewhere near the garbage or where there's tamer, tum'ah, or maybe a bone or something from an animal that, that's a nevela or from a sheretz. And then they're going to come now and drop that into the kodashim, the korbanot. There's a lot of korbanot meat. People making aliyah laregel. People bringing the korbanot to Yerushalayim down throughout the year. There's a lot of korban meat. We don't want it to become tamer. Chickens are known to be pecking around all the place. Don't raise chickens in Yerushalayim. Okay? The law Kohanim, okay, Be'eretz Yisrael, Mipnei Tarot. Not only in Yerushalayim, no chickens, but if you're a Kohen, you're not allowed to raise chickens at all, ever, no matter where you are. Because you, you, if you're a Kohen, you likely have food that's Tahot around. You have Tiruma, you have an issue of any kind of food becoming Tameh, so we don't let you raise chickens. Fine. And the Gadilin Hazirin Bechom Makom. Say, Joe. Not because the chicken itself, because of what they... It's what, what they the chicken will do. The chick, it's not the chicken itself. Obviously, they can eat chickens. They just can't raise chickens. They can go to the, you know, a Kohen can go to his neighbor, tell him, you know, I need some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah? But you can't have it, you know, where you're raising the chickens in your backyard. Okay? You're not allowed to raise chickens anywhere. I'm sorry. Pigs, according to the... Uh, no, I'm, I'm making water. Thank you. Okay? In the, Mish- the Mishnah says anywhere you're not allowed to raise pigs. We'll see why in the Gemara what the, what the issue with pigs is, but you're not allowed to raise pigs. Okay, loigdal adam You're not allowed to raise a dog. We'll see what kind of dog in the Gemara also, unless it's on a chain, it's on a leash. And porcin nishobim la You're not allowed to set up traps to capture the birds, the above, the doves. Shloshim Ris, unless you were 30 Ris away. Now she says a Ris is, 30 Ris is four mil. Okay. Then you might get somebody else's dog. Mm-hmm. 
the concern you're going to capture somebody else's dove. Exactly right. Okay, so we'll see in the, in the Gemara what these are for. But we're starting with the first half of the Mishnah in the Gemara today about grazing small animals in Eretz Israel. We said yesterday were forests. So it's like anywhere that's uninhabited. We already said in the Mishnah, the desert. Now you said the forest. Uninhabited areas, you're allowed to raise the small, and the small animals, but not in settled areas. In Surya, meaning outside Israel, right? even in settled areas you could raise. Once I tell you I'm allowed in Surya, which is like almost Safik, regarding some land, some halakhot we treat it like in Israel, so for sure outside Israel proper, where nobody says that's part of Israel, for sure I can raise small animals, no problem. Good. Tanya Idach, another Baraita, says, You can't raise a small animal in Israel. Uh, Okay, the, the Judean desert, again, uninhabited area. Okay, so that's, Safar is the border. So somewhere in northern northern part of Israel where there's a border, where Akko is, there's another part of the area that's uninhabited, and that area would also be allowed to raise un, the small animals. Even though the Mishnah says you can't raise small animals, you could raise the large ones, like ox, like cows, Right? The big ones you're allowed to. Horses. Why? You can't make a, you know, a decree against the nation if it's something that the people can't handle. In those days, telling them they can't have ox or raise an ox means they have to plow themselves without animals. How are you plowing? How are they moving their merchandise around without donkeys and horses? You can't tell them to do that. Therefore, it's a it's a gezerah that people can, cannot withstand. Oh, but then you tell me, okay, but the guy needs to have lamb chops. Why, why can't he raise small animals? It's very hard, also, right? So the Gemara says, Behema daka if Yeah, it's not, not so hard to move sheep around. Move around ox, there's a pain in the neck. But to move around sheep, not so hard. Bring them from outside. Fine. Yeah, for the Yeshuv of Eretz Israel, benefit of the, of, of settling the land. That's a general rule for every takana. Elliot, pull your chair up and sit over here. Give me this. Give me this. It means that they. It means that they. Yeah. It means yeah. that the um, yeah. the, 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 the rest of them Israel accepted it over, over the course of the years, is what they're saying. What? Uh, uh, no. There's the Gizera over here is that if we think they can't handle it, we can't even start the Gizera. Forget about it. Right. Afterwards, you talk about the one on the Dakot. Yeah. You have to say that, yes. Now they thought they could handle it, they instituted it. And if they see that the people can't, they will repeal it. The fact that they didn't repeal it. Correct. That's correct. The, that the time passed, they didn't repeal it, and it was, uh, we'll see in the Gemara what, what exactly, what I can and what I can't raise, we'll see in a minute, as we keep going. Fine. She'en gozin gezerah, this is a general rule about every takana you're going to set up. En gozin gezerah, sibur elim ken, rov sibur yichoyim la'amod ba. Be'ma daka, afshar la'avim mikhutz la'aretz. Be'ma gasa, yifshar la'avim mikhutz la'aretz. Good. Good. Even though they said you can't raise small animals, 
אבל משהו קודם לרגל שלושים יום וקודם משתה בנו שלושים יום. I'm allowed to keep them in my yard, in my place, near me, 30 days before any of the holidays. Because again, during the holidays, I'm going to have korbanot, I'm going to have company, I'm going to have people, I need animals, I'm going to go by the minute before the holiday, we're going to get the fine, we're going to find it. So 30 days before, or if your son is getting married, you're going to have a mishteh, you're going to have a party, you're going to have something. 30 days before, you're allowed to start buying animals so you have enough for the guests. And you're allowed to keep them there until it's time for the party. Now, what about after the party? Says the Gemara, "Bilvad shelo yishet et aharonot shloshim yom." You can't keep the latest ones I purchased thirty days. Which means I start buying animals thirty days before. So I bought three today, four tomorrow, until I find the ones I want. The next day, the next day, it took me two weeks to gather animals I need. So now I have some animals that in two in in another two weeks will now be by me thirty days already. But in some of the other animals, I still have more time because I just bought them two weeks ago. I have another two weeks still to go. So it's not saying no, but the last ones, you're not allowed to be shohe, shloshim yom. Because you can only keep them 30, 30 days prior to your party or to the holiday is when you start buying. Once the holiday comes, that's it. Can't keep them, even though I have time left, because I bought this last animal only two weeks ago before the wedding. No, 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 sorry, tough luck. It's for the wedding. The wedding's over, you got to kiss you. All the animals have to be gone by then. Well, Why? Says the soccer, eat them. Sell them to somebody else, sell them to the butcher, slaughter them, whatever you want to do with them, but you have can't keep them gone, alive. Have to be gone 30, 30 days after the party. No, I can only own them up to 30 days before the party. Once the party comes, it's over. The next day, no animals. Good, and it doesn't matter when I bought them. I started buying 30 days ago. I could have bought the last animal yesterday. You could keep it for one day. Party's over, party's over, finish. Okay, why? why we can't keep small animals? Because we're going to see them. We're going to see the, the issue is that we're worried that your animal is going to go grazing in someone else's yard. He's going to destroy the settlements in Israel. He's going to be all over the place. That's true for large animals too. No. So with large animals, the Mana said that we, we can't do that to people because they need the large animals. We don't need the small ones. you can bring from outside Israel when you're ready, when you want to have meat. Bring the, bring the animal to, to transport ox and horses. and Very difficult. And they need those for work, and therefore we're not going to make a gizra against the big ones. Okay. Says about two lines before the bottom. The saka da atachamina. I had a hard time to think what. The ina fakle regel umichizavna adhashta akati lom alomalu latlatin yomin lo nemat latin mishra mishrashari leil shauye. Right? Because you might have thought, right, that once the holiday ended and still 30 days hasn't passed since I bought this last animal, maybe I'm allowed to keep it. You told me 30 days before, I'm allowed to buy. So maybe even after the holiday passes, as long as 30 days didn't pass yet on this particular animal, I'd be allowed to keep it. Right? And therefore, you're not allowed to keep it at all. You have to get rid of it. Same story for the, for the wedding, for the whatever reason was. Okay, the butcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Guy who is going to be gathering his animals for the market day. Day of the market. It wasn't every day now you could go to Jerusalem, Glad, or King's Highway and buy meat, whatever you want. You got to go to the day of the market. Because again, there's no refrigeration. The, milk, the meat has to be fresh. Right? So. They would sell meat once a week, twice, once every two weeks, whenever they were going to have the butchers are going to be around, right? So they're going to bring the meat to the marketplace. So this tabach now, he needs to buy the animals in advance. So he needs to, he to bring the animals in advance. So he's also not allowed to keep it more than 30 days. Says the Rashi, Again, he has the same rule as the holiday or as the wedding. 
he can buy it up to 30 days before Yom Ashuk. But once Yom Ashuk comes, that's it. Even, even the Tabah. You can't keep it for the next Yom Ashuk. That's the time to go buy. Yeah, that's right. You buy at the end of the day when the guy's got no choice. Okay? Okay. Can I raise small animals? Okay? But you can see how the, the, the shook mentality develops in this kind of environment. Yeah, yeah everyone's buying it. I'm coming to buy. There's no nonsense. Well, he relative a, right. to, to the time frame. Right. Yeah, because. Yeah. You gotta get rid of it. Gotta Yeah, but also, guy, the, Mondays and Thursdays. The guy wants. The guy also wants the, I mean, the guy who wants the good animal wants, doesn't want to get beat up. So, you know, you yeah, want you come yeah. early, you want this one. Oh, you're going to get the scrawny one. Who's going to be the last one? The last animal is the zift one. That's the one nobody wants. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's how it works. It's only in Eretz Israel. In Eretz Israel. In Eretz Israel. Yeah. yeah. Surya, you're allowed to be Godil. Yeah. So he says now, Can I raise small animals in Israel? Mutan. You're allowed to. So he says, <laughs> Mishnah says you're not allowed to. Ela, you're right. Hachi kabau This is the question they must have asked him. Maul shahot, not to raise, but to keep them beyond the time. Amalahin mutar, ubilvad shelotetze v'tirei ba'eder. Ela koshra bekarei hamita. Okay, that works for yesterday's parasha, right? Right, we just missed it, right? Tie it to the po- to the bedpost, okay? He says, he says you'd be allowed to keep it beyond the time as long as you don't let it graze. The whole problem was grazing. Tie it to your bedpost. Don't let it go anywhere. Yeah, I don't know how your wife is going to like it so much with the sheep going bad, bad in the middle of the night, but uh, maybe it's just as bad as the snoring. Who knows? Okay. So I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sign it up, maybe it's better than the story. Kiss <laughs> you, throw you out to keep the sheep. Okay. Okay. Okay, Goneh, Rashi over here says, I, uh, where is it over here? Goneh, Milibo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking, I don't want to see what she says. He's filled the Rabbilah, right? She's so'ik, mipne ke'ev ha'lev. Lo'ayaya chol la'ashiv ruho. So it sounds like it sounds like he had like heartburn, right? He had some pains in his chest, couldn't breathe good, right? And I, I don't know if it's talking about a physical condition or it's a it's a it's a mental condition. He's heartbroken. I, I, I'm not sure. And the law says she says, "Lealil, he's wailing, he's wailing, he's groaning, he's groaning." But what's the why he's groaning? okay? But that's what he had. Some kind of. Heart condition that was groaning. Okay. Sha'alu larofim. They went to ask the doctors. What do we do with this guy? Amru en lo takana ela ad shiyanak chelev roteach mishaharit l'shaharit. He has to drink hot milk, right? Every day, once every day, right? Every morning to, to go be yonek. Lamash, to suck, right? Suckle the milk. It has to, it comes out hot. The milk comes out hot for the animal because the animal body's hot, right? So that's what he needs to do. Hevilo is, they brought him a goat. They tied the goat to the uh, side of the bed. And he would be a nurse. He would suck from the, from the goat, get the milk. I guess it would help him. One day, his, the rabbi's friends come to visit him. They saw the goat tied to the bed. They left. They didn't, walk in. They didn't come to visit. This guy's got a... Uh, you know, armed robber in his house. I'm going to come visit this guy. He's a Rasha. 
armed robber, he's calling the gez, the, the ez, l'stim mizuyan. Okay? What happened? Batku velomatz ubo ele ota avon. Look into this guy. He's sitting around. Oh, let's see what this guy's about. They check, they check. The guy's a sadiq. Total sadiq. The only thing he has is this problem. The guy was sick. He has the thing. He needs to go. But the, rat, the doctors prescribed it. Yeah. Okay, they didn't know. Now they found out. Okay, so they said, Says, I know, you know, even time of his death. Says, I only sin I had was I kept this goat because I needed it for my, uh, I transgressed my, my friends, the meaning the other rabbi's ruling of not keeping the goat, even though Rabban Gamliel was on his side, right, right. correct? Right. But it was Chachamim versus Rabban Gamliel. Uh-huh. We had the we had Stam Mishnah, Chachamim against Rabban Gamliel, Machlok in the Tanaim. And he says, uh, uh, Was it Sakana Nefesh? If it was Sakana Nefesh, you're not Hanami, no question. You guys had an heartburn. But Later on, later on, later on, later on. Amar Rabbi Ishmael, mi ba'ale batim she ba'galil ha'yon haya bet abba. Says, my father, my father was among those that had, uh, you know, ba'al ba'it. I was a householder in the uh, northern part of Israel. Okay. Umepinem ma'harvu, why were, was the uh, galil ha'yon destroyed? Shayim mar'in ba'horshin, v'danin dinem ha'monot bi'yahid. Because they would allow the animals to graze in the forest, and they used to be done, right, judge cases of monetary cases with a single judge. And even though that the forest was right near the backyard, the backyard was their forest, there was a small field that belonged to one private person. The only way to get to the forest was to cross through this small little field. And therefore, because they allowed the animals to cross through the field and maybe they ate something from this guy's yard on the way into the forest, the whole Galil was destroyed. That's what he says. Okay. Tanu Rabbanan. Ro'eh sha'asa teshuva en mahayvin oto limkor miyad ela mocher al yad al yad. V'chen ger shenafu lo klavim v'chazirim b'irushato en mahayvin oto limkor miyad ela mocher al yad al yad. V'chen mishenadar likach bayit v'likach isha b'el Yisrael mahayvin oto likach miyad Pause for a minute. It says like this. If we have a shepherd who was not supposed to be raising small animals in Israel, and he was, and now he wants to make teshuvah. So what's he got to do? He's got to get rid of the animals. Okay, but if he has a fire sale and starts selling off hundreds of animals, he's going to get nothing for them. And he's not going to make teshuvah because he's going to be bankrupt. We don't want him. So if he wants to make teshuvah, no problem. We're going to give him a dispensation. Take it easy. Sell him one at a time. So you can, you're on your way to making teshuvah, that's fine. You're on the road, to the, the road to doing the right thing, keep going. Little by little, little by little, get the right price, and then you'll be done with it. Make teshuvah. Same, same is true, right? He says for a person who was a ger, a convert, and he inherited from his father, who was the goy, either dogs or pigs, which you're not supposed to raise based on Amishnah, but he's a convert now. He's the convert from his father. He's got these animals. Same thing. We tell them no problem, Habibi. Sell them little by little. If you make a fire sale, you're never gonna get you're never gonna get the right price, and maybe that's gonna cause you that money will tempt you to become a get to become a goy again. We don't want that to happen to you, so we'll let you sell it little by little till you get the right price. Vechen, someone who makes a neder to get married, right? Okay, he says, oh, he makes a neder to, to buy a house or to marry a woman to get marry a wife. We don't force you to fulfill your neder this second. Take your time, find the right woman. Take your time, find the right house. Okay? 
He says, Umaaseh b'isha achat, shahayta bnam mitzarla. There was a woman, she was a widow, right? she had a son, and the son is driving her mejnun. Okay, she needs a husband in the house to take care of this kid. The kafsa v'nishbe'ah. She jumped and made a swear. Call me shiavo, eni mahazirato. Whoever first guy walks in the door, right, she didn't say first guy, but she said, I'm not turning down anybody. I want to get married. Come on. Who wants? Okay. Kaftu aleh b'nei adam she'enam mehugarim. Now she made a vow to not turn people down. And who comes knocking on the door? Mamzer, you know, people that are not proper, lineage, rough guys, you know. Now they came to ask the rabbi. She made a vow. She said she's not going to turn anybody around. You get this guy who's an Nisha, who wants to marry her, right? Amru, lo nitkavna zo ela lehagunla. When she said she was willing to get married to the first person, she didn't mean the first person that walked in the door. She meant the first person that was worthy to marry her. And therefore, she don't have to marry these guys. She can wait. What's this doing? It's giving us this idea, this story that, that, again, it's all connected to the same thing. When somebody has an obligation in front of them, we're not going to force them to have a loss because of the obligation. We're going to let them do it little by little. So it started with the animals, the guy that, which is what our conversation was. And now it's morphing into even this woman who makes a nedir, right? She made a, she has an obligation in front of her. Just like this guy had an obligation to sell his animals, she has an obligation not to get married, because she, she said she made a nedir. And so, just like over there, we tell you, take it easy. You don't have to, you know, jump and fulfill the obligation this second. So too for her. Take it easy. Find the right guy. So they went for animals. Yeah. They yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Level above the tekanah. One's well, a deoraita. Well, one is one's, uh, I, I, my neder is a deoraita. My obligation on my neder. Right, right. But uh, we learned the darim. We all achar ben elul ashur ben adam. We interpret. We interpret the darim. Right. So fine. This has nothing to do with her son. No, she made the vow because her son. She needs a man in the house to take care of the kids in mejnun case. She needs a father to whack him around a little bit. So I need a husband. So she said the first husband, the first guy that's okay. Okay. So he says, she, When she made this vow, she intended to marry the first guy that was worthy to marry her, not just any bum off the street. Right? Just like I said, you can't raise small animals, domesticated animals, goats, sheep, things like that. You can also not raise small hayot. Now what's a small hayat? So we'll see a couple of examples in a minute. But Rashi over here gives, I think, if I remember correctly, some examples. Hayad daka, sivi vishu'al. Deer, fox, you know, those kind of things. Okay? Now, deer is not so small, but we say that. Okay. The Bishmael Omer, Megadlin klavim kofrim, ve hatulin ve kufin, ve huldot sna'im, me penesha asuim la raketa bait. The Bishmael says, you're allowed to raise. Klavim kufrim. Mazet klavim kufrim. Look at Rashi. He says ktanim. Correct. Nanasim. Nanas is a midget. Yeah, midgets. Those little, little ones, you know. Lashon Ahir. Different explanation that she says. No. Klavim gdolim. Shosayadim ve'en mazikim. Big ones, but they, the ones they use for hunting. The hunting dogs. They use to go hunt animals in the forest. Those don't bother people. So either small ones that don't bother people or the big ones that don't bother people. The common denominator is... The ones that don't bother people. Okay, so it's a continue. That is correct. The hatulim, cats. Hufin, Kof is a monkey. Huldot is a weasel. Okay? But he says, Huldot's Naim. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Huldot's Naim. 
He says, Gedelot Besneh. They live in the bushes. The weasels that live in the bushes. Why? Why are those allowed? They eat the mice. And she says they clean the house. The says they clean the house. And she says they eat the mice. Okay, fine. My Huldot Snaim. What's this weasel from the bush? Amar Abiyuda. Sharza Harza. Fine, that's the kind of animal it is. Whatever. Yeah, she says anything there. Sharza Harza. Digging Okay, the ones that dig. Beside them. So the Harza is the kind of weasel it is and it has short legs. Viraya, right? Viraya, it, it, it lives bene vardene. It lives in the in the rose bushes. Verid, right? He said it. My sharza, what is this sharza? The mitete shake. It has uh, fat, short legs. Kachomerashi. He said it. Next. Amar Rav Yudamar Rav. Asinu atzinu bevavel keli seel bebehemadaka. Rav says we we accepted the takana of the bebehemadaka in bavel also. But you shouldn't raise Behemah Daka in Babel, just like they did in Israel. We accepted the same. Amalir of Adabar Ahavalirav, Huna, Didachmai. What about Bayurav, Huna? Do you guys also keep this? Amalir Didan, Kamintiralahu, Hova. Rav Huna says, No, I don't need to do that. Why? Because my wife, Hova, she watches over my animal, my Behemah Daka, to make sure that they don't graze anywhere outside. And she says over here, Hova, Shem Ishto. See? Amarle, so Rav Ada Bar Ava tells Ravuna, Hova, Tikbirinu Libana. Yeah. Okay, let Hova bury her children. Says, Mana Kula Shene de Rav Ada Bar Ava, Lo Akayem Zar Al Ravuna, Mehova. The whole Rav, Rav, Rav Ada Bar Ava's entire life, Ravuna was unable to have children from his wife Hova because of this curse. Okay. Ika de Amre. Amar of Amar of Huna, Amar. They're changing the Bach is changing the name here. Who are they changing it to? Amar of Huna, Asinu Atzmenu. Can't say Lomar. Take out Rav. Okay, so take out Rav. Amar of Huna, Asinu Atzmenu bebavel keish Israel behemadaka. Okay, we accept it upon ourselves. This takana of the small animals. Mechiata Rav lebavel. Okay, no, sorry. Uh, that's part of the previous statement, yeah. We accepted upon ourselves this ruling when Rav moved to Bavel. Period. That's what you read, okay? We accepted upon ourselves for the time that Rav moved to Bavel. Good. This is the Dahak now. You ready for this? Rav, Ushmuel, Rav Aseh, Iklu, Lebe, Shvu'ah, Ben, Ve'amil, Lebe, Yeshua'ah, Ben. So you have three rabbis coming to visit. Either it's a Brit Milah, Shavu'ah, Ben is a Brit Milah, Yeshua'ah, Ben is a Pidyona, Ben. So it's one of the two. It's either Brit Milah or Pidyona, Ben. Who's coming? Rav Shmuel, Rav Asi. Rav lo ayel kamei Shmuel. Rav wouldn't go in first to the party because Shmuel's there. He wants Shmuel to go first. Shmuel lo ayel kamei Rav Ase. Shmuel wouldn't go in front of Rav Ase. Rashi, why? Because Rav Ase was older. But Rav Ase lo ayel kamei Rav. But Rav Ase wouldn't go in front of Rav because he's Rav's student. So we have three of them. Each one is saying, you go first, you go first, you go first, you go first. And they're going around. Nobody's going first. They're standing at the door. Right? Shmuel won't go in. Rav wants Shmuel to go first. And Shmuel won't go because of Rav Aseh. And Rav Aseh won't go because of Rav. Oh, but Rav and Shmuel. Shmuel and Rav. Circular logic. Nobody's going inside. Okay. For he says, Shmuel lo ayel kamed Rav. Rav Aseh lo ayel kamed Rav. Yeah. Shmuel lo ayel kamed Rav. Aseh, Rav Aseh lo ayel kamed Rav. 
Amre, Manitra. Okay, who's the guy that's going to stand outside? Yani, who's going to let go last? Nitra, Shmuel, Veneti Rav. Verav Ase. Right, let Shmuel stay outside. Let Rav and Rav Ase go in. Veneti Rav or Rav Ase. Bach changes that for sure because it doesn't make sense. I have a Gilion Ashas here also. There's some comments. The orders are out of names. are a little bit out of order. Let's just see what's going on here. Aleph, Aleph, where's my footnote? Oh, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If one person stays outside, you know, right. they, they, don't, they don't want to leave somebody outside alone. Yeah, yeah. If he stays outside, doesn't go anywhere, you don't go before him. Right. Right. One of the three. Okay. Mara says, Rav milta be'alma hu de'avad le'lishmuel. Meaning, Rav really should go in front of Shmuel. First of all, Rav is older than Shmuel. Okay? And Rav should be going first. What, but Rav didn't want to go in because of some event that had been happened with Shmuel. Rashi says, And then he cursed Shmuel one time. Say again. Why is it important? It's teaching you derech edits. The rabbis are giving respect to each other. We should have a little bit more of that in our community. So he says, Rashi, Rashi says over here that Milta uh, Abalma If you say Shimuel Katan he was the youngest of the three rabbis. So for sure, he technically should be last. And now, why is Rav giving him such kavod? He's giving him some extra respect that technically wasn't deserving of. That Rav cursed Shmuel. He had a problem having children because of the curse of Rav. And Rav wanted to feel, give Shmuel a little extra kavod, so he was, uh, but technically Rav should have went first. Okay. Okay, so what happened now? So Rav, meaning, and therefore, he placed Shmuel above him, meaning he gave Shmuel this extra kavod. So the three of them are outside arguing who's going in first. What happens? And why is this here for you, Joe? What happens? In the meantime, a cat came, and it bit off the arm of a baby while they're arguing over there. Nafak Rav Vidarash. Rav went, got up and now made an announcement. Hatul mutar lehargo ve'asul lekaimo ve'en bo mishum gezel ve'en bo mishum hashev avedala ba'alim. Okay? Makes a ruling. Uh, anyone who sees a cat is allowed to kill the cat. You're not allowed to own a cat. Okay? And there's no problem with stealing a cat if you see it and you kill it. It's not gezel. Right? And there's no problem with hashavat aveda. If you find a lost cat and you killed it, don't worry about returning lost objects to the owners either. You see the cats, we see what they just did. Cats are dangerous, kill all the cats. Right? Yeah, now. it seems like these guys are making uh, uh, rash judgments on the spot based on circumstance, not based on any kind of rationality. Sakana, it's a sakana. If I see that cats can do this to babies, you're not allowed to own a cat. Well, you said the same thing, you're allowed to keep a cat. You just, the, the, the mice. Okay, but now you see now Rav makes, now makes a ruling. He says, okay, when, I, when, they, when it's okay and it's not dangerous to people, fine. But over here now we have a problem. The cat just bit off a baby's arm. I'm not going to keep cats around. Done. The anecdote is enough. Yes. It's enough of a reason to, to see. To make at least. Find another way to get rid of your mice. 
Hire the pipe piper and get rid of the mice. You don't need to have you don't need to have the, the cat. Okay? Weasel item. Yeah. Right. The Amat now the Quran has a couple of questions about the statement because he said multiple things. He says, You can kill it, you can't keep it, there's no gezel and there's no hashivat avida. Right? So the Quran has a question. So like this. Why don't you tell me I'm allowed to kill cats? You don't need to tell me it's a sort to keep a cat. Anybody can walk over and kill your cat. Of course, it's a sort to keep a cat. If it was mutafi for you to keep a cat, I wouldn't be allowed to kill your cat. The fact that I can kill your cat means you're not allowed to keep it. So what's what I'm saying? You're not allowed to keep it for. Right? He says, Tu asul kaimo mahu. No, he says, No, no. Mahu the tema. You know why I have to say that? Mutale horgo, but isuraleka. No, maybe it's mutar to kill the cat, but the guy who has a cat, it's not a sufi to keep his cat. No, you're not allowed to keep your cat. Okay. Amre, kevan de amart en bomishum gezel, mainihu tu en bomishum hashev, avedal ba'alim. Again, why don't you tell me there's no problem with stealing the cats because to kill them? So then, of course, I don't have to return a lost cat. So what, what, what are you saying? Don't return those cats. Amar avina le oro. The skin. He took the guy's cat, killed it. Maybe the skin, which has value, should be returned to him. Skin the cat, right? There's a term, skin the cat, right? Okay? So the Quran says, and therefore the chidush is that there's no, there's no hashavat aveda problem on the skin either. Nothing. Okay? Elliot's question. You just told me the Mishnah that I'm allowed to have cats to get rid of my mice. And now you tell me the cat's no good. Lakashya. And don't even ask me to explain this. Don't ask me to explain this, okay? This is not shot, okay? There's no way that this mana is literal. This is there's, there's deep meanings in here. 100%? No, no. Because it makes no sense. Okay? The mana says lakashya. Ha beukma ha behivra. One is a black cat and one is a white cat. Okay. Mana says, really? Meaning, the hava mina was the white cat's the banned one. And I says, well, the black cat was the one that bit off the baby's arm. So it can't be the white one. It says, Hatam Ukma Bar Hivra Hava. The one that bit one. the baby was a black cat that was born from a white cat. Okay? So the man says, what? That, that exact question was a question that Ravina asked. Right? A black cat that is the son of a white cat, what would you say about that cat? I know the white ones are no good. What if it's a black one that was born from a white one? And now you tell me that, that this was the story that bit off the, the baby's arm was a black that came from a white. So what's the question then? No, no. Okay? His case was a black cat that was born from a white cat, and that white cat was born from a black cat. Three generations up now. The case of Rav with the baby was a black cat that was the product of a white cat that was a that was a product of a white cat. So it was white, white, black. And his question was black, white, black. Okay. No way this is Pishat. Because nobody has genealogy on their cats. Okay? Okay, what you tell me? Three generations of cats? 
Come on. What are you talking about? Ken, Zelopshat, Bichlal, the Gemara is hiding things inside here. We have no clue what they're talking about. Okay? Guaranteed. Rabbi, yeah. Rabbi, the Edi says that pigs of white cat the white cats were vicious they were vicious species so it's a specific specific species of white cat it doesn't help us because we don't know which one it is so let's say that okay but I, I would I would venture I would venture to say that this is a Kabbalistic piece of Gemara that we have no clue what they're talking about it makes much more sense to me to say something like that than to say that we're keeping track of uh, my cat's colors mother's grandma's grandma's color <laughs> Did you make the right choice? Okay. <laughs> it's the black hat, not the cat. The black hat, son of a white hat, black of a black cat. White, white, black. Oh, white, white, black. Oh, that's a problem. <laughs> okay, I have to, to burn this recording afterwards. Okay, bye. <laughs> Say that, okay. Anyway, yalla. Bye. Okay. Uh, Amarav, that's where we are, right? Yeah. Amar, third line line. Amarav, aha, bar papa, mishum, bi abba, bar papa, mishum, rav ada, bar papa. So we have a lot of bar papas in here. So let's do that one more time. Who do we have? We have rav aha, who's the son of, of uh, papa, in the name of bi abba, who is also bar papa, which could be his brother, right? Mishum, rav ada, who's also bar papa. So they're all brothers, okay? So the three brothers, that's nice to see the brothers quoting each other, but say that. The Amri La, some say that wasn't the order. Rather, Amar Ababa Papa, Mishum Ribichiaba Papa, Mishum Ribrav Ahabar Papa. Say that. Also, three brothers, different order. Who said what? Which one, which one they said? The original statement. The Amri La, another version. The Bi Ababa Papa, Mishum Rav Ahabar Papa, Mishum Ribichaninaba Papa. Okay? Again, another, another brother. Ribichanina is also in there. But okay, say that. Listen. So he says like this Matriin Alachikuch, Bishabat. Period. He said three things. Number one, What does that mean? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, You're scratching yourself. So if there is a plague of boils going around, you're allowed to be matri'in. Matri'in means we make Shofar, making announcements. We're making it on Shabbat. Okay? Because it's Sakana. It's a Sakana problem. It's a, right, it's some kind of, right, it's some kind of uh, communicable disease that's tra- transmitting through the community. We have to make an announcement even on Shabbat. Number one. Number two. Okay? What does that mean? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, The guy is having uh, bad luck. Okay? He's not uh, successful in businesses. Why do I need to know this? That you have to pray. And you're allowed to pray even on Shabbat. You asked about personal requests on Shabbat. Saying over here that if it's person's in a dire straits, he's allowed to pray even on Shabbat. And by it, Be'eretz Yisrael, Kotvin alav ono afilu b'Shabbat. Ono Rashi says shtar. Okay, you can write the deed 
to buy a house even on Shabbat. Okay, so the Gemara says now, Metive, first of all, challenge. Which is what we just said. Hagav, which is locust. Zivuv, right? Flies, tzira, wasps, yetush, mosquitoes, v'shiluch nechashim, v'akravim, snakes, scorpions. Lo hayu matriim, elat so'akim. It says, they would not blow shofar, they would cry out, they would pray, they would mention, Hashem save us from X, Y, Z, but without the shofar on Shabbat. You just said, you blow shofar on Shabbat. La kashya, kan belah, kan beavesh. Depends what kind of shekhin. Maybe one is more one is more serious than the other one. So Rashi over here says, if was a yavesh, kashem ilah. Okay, the one that's dry is worse. Okay. They had double, had the double lami. They had the dry and the wet, and the wet together. It was dry inside, wet outside. Period. Okay? Because it's shahin ababuot, both. Shahin is the inside, babuot outside, dry inside, wet outside. Fine. What do you mean that the guy's door is closed? It's not going to open quickly. What does that mean? He says it's referring to a person who was supposed to get smicha and did, was not successful in getting it. Says Okay, Rav Asher says anything that happens bad to somebody, it's not quick that it's going to something good is going to happen to them. He says, not no it's never. If a bad thing is happening, it's never going to be good. Okay? It's not true. It's not true that never something bad, nothing good is going to happen to him. He was talking about himself. He had a story that happened to him. And uh, I think if I remember correctly, the Gemara is going to bring it. If not, I'll tell you, I don't remember. But the Gemara said that he was supposed to get smicha. And I'm sorry, he, was a, he thought he was going to be appointed the Rosh Shiva. And uh, he went to the town and they ended up appointing somebody else. And then he never got, he came back to his town and he was too late. They appointed someone else and he never became the Rosh Shiva. Yeah, otherwise, you take away the whole music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not, it's not forever. It's, uh, he was talking about himself. Fine. Okay. Mar says, "B'Shabbat Salkadatach, you're gonna write a star on Shabbat. It's a What are you talking about? I can buy a house on Shabbat and write the document? Impossible." Mar says, "No, Ela Kidama Rava Hatam, like Rava says over there, regarding uh, regarding Rifuah on Shabbat for non pikuach nefesh. Omel lenochri veose, hachanami omel lenochri veose. Talk about it. Tell the guy to do it for you. You're allowed. There's no gezera of Amira laakum regarding buying property in Israel. You could tell the guy to write the star on Shabbat." Just like there's no gezerah for for refuah, right? For for refuah on Shabbat when it's pikuach, it's not pikuach nefesh. You can tell the goy to, to do it. So over here too, you can tell the goy to write the document. Finish. Okay. Shavut of Eretz Yisrael is a mitzvah apparently, and it's toche. I don't care. Fine. Rabbi Shmuel ben Nachman Amar Biyochanan Okeach Ir BeEretz Yisrael. The person who buys a city 
in Israel. I bow all of you should buy cities in Israel. But when you do, you have to buy the roads that lead to the city, connecting it to the other parts of Israel, or make roads. You have the kahlo derech is to buy it, but if you can build it, you build it. But you have to connect it to the settlement so that Israel continues to get settled. Bezat Hashem. Have a wonderful day. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen. Amen. Right there.